0: On today's episode, I talk with Melanie Crane, former psychotherapist, collegiate gymnast, and current successful real estate agent. In this amazing and thought-provoking conversation, we discuss trusting our intuition and honoring ourselves and our truths when making decisions in life. You're going to love this one. Let's get started. Hi, my name is Kristen McAlizzi. I'm a mindset and empowerment coach, a mother of four, a proud wife, a sister, a friend, and a lover of life. Each week, I wanna bring you conversations that will touch your heart, make you laugh, inspire you, teach you, and help you grow into the fullest, realest version of yourself. I believe when we dare to be vulnerable and share our stories, we see the humanness of one another and often recognize the bravery inside of ourselves. Whether it's extraordinary or seemingly ordinary, everybody has a warrior story. Welcome to The Warrior Within Us. Hi, Melanie. How are you?
1: Hi, I am doing so well. Just I'm... sitting out here by the lake. and
0: I know, it's so beautiful. So, anyone who's listening, Melanie has the most beautiful background. Um, and i actually wish we had planned it so we could just be sitting together but i'll just pretend that i'm sitting next to you because that's beautiful next time yeah absolutely there will be a next time melanie and i actually um started speaking probably a half an hour ago is when i should have hit record because we had a little pre-conversation that was amazing And um, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today and um, being willing to come on and share your story and your wisdom. And I'm so excited for my listeners to hear from you. Um, Just to give a little background. So Melanie is married to a cousin of mine. So my cousin Jasper his grandmother and my grandmother were sisters and um, amazing women. And so Melanie and I became connected and we actually have not even officially met in person, which is wild, but um, we've connected through the beauty of social media and realized that we have so many um, similarities in, as far as how we think and uh, you know our thoughts on life. And um, so I knew, when we connected that she had to come on to the podcast and share her story with us and her wisdom and all her um, amazingness. So thank you so much for coming on and for being here with me today. And um, if you would just sort of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit, you know, it's, I, recently interviewed somebody who was like oh you want the like name role title like all the stuff that we're supposed to ask each other but obviously doesn't mean everything but if you could just give us a little bit of your backgrounds and who you are um just for reference that would be amazing
1: yeah absolutely well I am so excited to be here um I have my candles going and some I'm actually at my mother-in-law's beautiful little lake house just um enjoying it and just being very grateful for it. So I, um, I'm 33. Um, and I currently, I sell real estate full-time as my job. Uh, but I really define myself as, you know, uh, what makes me whole and, um, my family is super, super important to me. Just recently got married to, the love of my life about six months ago uh, and um, his son, jazzy Jasper Jr. Um, I grew up in, I was born in, in Pennsylvania and my parents, um, when they divorced my mom and my brother and I moved up to Maine. So big culture shift, big, big, huge change in my life. I had never seen a cow in my life before. And we moved to the middle of the woods in a log cabin. So grew up there and uh, really started uh, getting very serious about gymnastics and being a competitive gymnast. And um, just, you know, when I look back on my life, uh, that is the memory I have is training. I didn't really have your um, ideal, you know, your typical childhood life. I was in the gym. You know, I would go to school and go right to uh, practice. And that was six, seven days a week, a lot of the time. Uh, and I just really fell in love with it. It was a passion. So it didn't feel Forced or anything like that, um, and learned a lot about myself through that sport. Uh, and um, went to college and got my degree in psychology and competed on the gymnastics team there. Um, we can talk for days about about my experience as a gymnast and and kind of the the struggles, but also uh, you know the the goods and the bads. Uh, there's a lot you know with with anything that you're that committed to and that takes up so much of your life, you know. Um, at such a young impressionable age, I think too. So uh, fast forward, I got my master's degree in social work. I got really passionate about working with people with special needs, uh, adults and, and children. So I worked at a nonprofit agency for a few years and just felt so um, connected to the work and really, really passionate uh, about the impact and, and the lessons that I got, it was a reciprocal relationship with the people that I got to work with and learned a lot about life and what's important. Um, And that inspired me to get my degree in social work. Uh, Fast forward, I started uh, really diving deep into trauma work. Um, So I got certified in what's called uh, EMDR therapy. It's trauma treatment, eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Uh, It really works with the neuroscience of your brain and subconscious uh, beliefs and stored trauma and stored memories in your body uh, and because i'm a very very s- spiritual based being i am really connected with that that kind of work um, and cool enough i was able to combine um, emdR uh, neuroscience and, and programming to performance anxiety with athletes.
0: Uh,
1: i was an, a college athlete and um, both of those, both of those elements kind of really resonated with me. And I could see a huge benefit um, to, to combining both of those. So I did that for a few years. Um and through through process, through life, I I made the the change to uh what I do now for work is, is selling real estate. So
0: awesome. That's great. So tell me about um the work, like when the transition sort of happened out of what you were doing for um, you know, sort of your psychology backgrounds and that kind of work into real estate? Like what was that, you know, what was that process?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a very spiritual process. I just started recognizing that I wasn't, um, there was just some untapped, I think, potential within me that I could really feel and see. And I I woke up every morning feeling like what's next, you Mm. know, Um, I was, I was doing what was I, what I was passionate about, but there were some areas in my life that just weren't, um, I wasn't maximizing in a way. And so because of that, I just started this kind of journey of like really getting clear about where could I show up in, in life and wake up every day being the best version of myself. Um, and, you know, at the same time, you know, having a, a more of a financial, financial stability for my family and things like that. And so I just started getting really quiet and journaling and praying and meditating on what that looked like, what that felt like removing all the labels. Um, you know, I, I, thought about going to medical school. I thought about doing so many different things. And I kept kind of hitting this wall, this like energetic wall of like, okay, that's not it. That's not it. Mm -hmm. Because I think I was trying to be so logical with what that label and title was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally put that aside and just started really asking myself, what, how do I want to feel when I wake up every single day, you know? And Lo and behold, through that process, you know, these people started coming into my world at the right time. And I started resonating with people's stories and asking people questions and journaling and getting really quiet. And what came to me was okay, I'm an athlete. So I really want to use those natural abilities, those natural skills that we learn as, you know, that that I learned as a competitive athlete and make money, help people feel challenged, feel excited. I wanted to have fun. I wasn't, I can't remember a time that I actually like allowed myself to have fun. You know, I grew up just being very disciplined, um, very focused. And so I just wanted that for my life. And I met somebody in real estate and it, the feeling just, it kind of spoke to me and I didn't need any more. I didn't need any more information than that. And Mm -hmm. that's all I just made that decision in that moment. Okay. This
0: is what I'm going to do. And that's amazing. So a couple of things. So I find it so interesting because a lot of the work that I've been doing lately centers around, um, joy and intimacy. And when I say intimacy, it's like also intimacy with self and with the things in our life that like really light us up. And I think, um, A lot of times that's sort of missing from the conversation in terms of when people are thinking, like, oh, what do I do now or what do I do next? Like, because we've really been conditioned to think, like, we choose this one thing. And if we're good at it and everything's going well, um, we stick with it. And that's what we do. And if we steer away from that or we change our mind or we want to like do something new, it's like surrounded by all this fear and judgment. And, you know, um, my my personal coach was talking about how she always thought it was like something not wrong with her, but she was like, why am I like this? Why am I always like on to the next thing and trying to find the next thing to do? Um, And she was really looking at it as what society was looking at it as, which was kind of like a problem, like, oh, I must be undisciplined, or I must not like really, um, you know, I guess discipline is the only word I can think of. But really, it's like, to me, that's like what life should be, right? Like we don't have to get stuck in these things where like, oh, you have to decide. And once you decide, then that's what your thing is. And you have to just do it and even when it has an expiration date or feels like it does and just keep pushing with it. And instead yeah. really finding, you know is this really still working for me or serving me? And even if it is just because, well, you know I'm good at it and I'm making money at it or or whatever, Um, but maybe you just decide, like, I feel like there might be something else that I could try. And to me, that's really important that we honor that and say, like, it's really okay to just be like, you know what, I want to try something new, or this isn't lighting me up the same way as it used to. So let me try a different path. So I really, um, think that's amazing that you just said like this isn't necessarily certain I mean I went through the same process with teaching where I was like I knew it was an important job and I knew that I was you know good enough at it but it wasn't there was just a whisper that said to me you're meant to do something else like there's something else out there that either you would like better, or you could be really good at. And so take a chance to just go and follow that instinct. So I think that's amazing. I think, and I think too, it, it takes, I mean, it takes
1: courage. It takes self-awareness. It takes betting on yourself, trusting yourself enough to say, this isn't working. Although on the outside, it looks really great. And although I'm, I I am content or I'm happy or whatever, but like you said, that whisper and that's our internal you know, our intuitive guidance system. And we can only hear it when we get really quiet and we block out the external noise, the external influences or distractions or whatever that might be, and really practice going within journaling, being introspective and constantly, I mean, on a daily basis, looking at ourselves, reflecting what are the areas that, you know, are not resonating with me. And and you can feel that subtle, it's so subtle, Mm. you know, and I think, and I, I struggle with this at times when life gets so quick and busy and things like that. Um, It's, it's hard to create that time on a daily basis to go within. And that's where we find That clarity, and that's where we can always check in with ourselves. Okay, what's where it's like taking an inventory of ourselves every single day, and it takes courage and it takes confidence to jump essentially jump ship on things that maybe weren't working for you before. And I read a book um, a few years back called Lean In, and this I don't remember the name of the author, but she was a high up exec at Google. And she said something in that book of like, you know, life is a jungle gym. It's not a ladder. And that really, really resonated with me because I've always been of the mind. Okay. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's Mm. the highest rung on that ladder that I need to achieve. And you get into tunnel vision where you wake up 30 years later and you're addicted, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're you're not thriving in your life because you may have just put the blinders on. um, Mm. As opposed to like stepping back and really taking that inventory of our lives and then having the courage to look at it honestly
0: and do something about it and not just kind of ponder. Mm. Well, and part of that too is like, then we're focused on the end game and we're missing like all the juicy goodness of like the journey, right? So like, we're like, when I get there, then that's when I'll feel contentment and peace and joy and I'll get to like sort of um, enjoy the bounty of the work but really we're supposed to well at least I shouldn't say supposed to but the way I view it is no the goodness and the juiciness and all the um, the peace comes from the journey not the destination so and it sounds sort of cliche but like you you know it's sort of how we've been conditioned to feel, right? Like, no, you have to work and grind. And once you hustle, then you'll get to this point where you can just enjoy everything. And like, that's, then we miss all of the, and we really can live in a space where we obviously still have goals and, you know, um, we have things that we wanna attain or whatever, you know, but we also can just enjoy the moment right. And wake up and, and see what is around us and what we can have as far as joy today, like not waiting until so.
1: I I love everything that you've said, because I'm thir- like I said, I'm 33 literally for the first 32 years of my life. That is how I led my life. It was what's next. What's, what's that, what's the goal after that? Why am I here? And it was, I was very robotic and, literally within the last six months of my life something has shifted and the mantra that i started telling myself because i recognize this pattern this cyclical pattern and you know thank god to my husband jasper who is so in tune with me that he started picking up on this pattern we've been together for you know four years now and so he it was like this outsider's perspective looking in and saying. This seems like a pattern, you know, and that from a very loving, un- like unconditionally loving space, where I could receive that without putting up a wall,
0: mm.
1: and and so that allowed me to really start down this journey of like self recognition of uh, this is a pattern for me. And once I achieve this goal, I'm on to the next. I'm on to the next. I'm on to the next, and I found myself exhausted, burnt out, stressed out, unhappy full of pressure. And I didn't want the, that for my life anymore. And so literally with the, the last six months, I have felt this shift and it feels like the mantra that I was telling myself over and over before this shift happened was I released the battle within myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just kept telling myself that every day, multiple times a day until I started living that. And the moment I started feeling like I was stressed out or I was doing anything that did not resonate with me, I let it go. And I released that. And as simple as that sounds, it, it
0: completely changed the perspective of my life. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it blows my mind because I've literally been going through the exact, the exact same. And I just think that, um, you know, we, we, the collective get addicted to, and I say this all the time, we get addicted to our stress and our like, and, and we have this sort of notion that the, well, this is life, right? Like you just kind of go through the motions and everyone's sort of miserable. And, um, you know, I, I, I actually meant to go live on social media to talk about this. And I, for some reason didn't. And now I know why, because I was supposed to be having this conversation with you instead. And that's that um, at dance competition, I was watching these kids go up there in like total unbridled joy. And like, they work super hard. So like, it wasn't like they were just like out there having fun at like, you know, a dance party. They were doing work but they were thoroughly enjoying the work and um I said to myself where along the lines do we miss this when we become adults where we just like put ourselves into something that we love so much and we just have this feeling of fun and excitement and joy Um, And I kept getting the chills and like getting teared up because I was like, this is it. This is what we all are supposed to be doing. And we want it for our kids, but we forget to want it for ourselves because we get addicted to our stress and our pain and our misery. And, you know, you obviously with your background know a lot about the brain. I'm starting to learn a lot about it and how we really release these chemicals of like, you know, cortisol and all the stuff that makes us sick, but also we like, love it. We become addicted to it and anything else, you know, all the good stuff is hard because we're not used to it. So to kind of retrain ourselves to really lean in, which I use that term all the time. So I'm going to have to check out that book to like, it doesn't have to be this way. We can really lean in and things can look so much different than we've been told. We've been sort of sold this idea that like, you know, life just has to be tough and we'll, you know, hopefully someday we'll get there where we can enjoy it. But I, I really believe now we never will if we think, if, we, we're, if we're banking on someday we'll relax and enjoy, but until then life is kind of miserable we'll never get to a point where it can, where it looks like what we think we're working so hard for that payoff, that payoff will really never come. If we don't realize that it's not all outside there, it's in here. And if we get still and get quiet and really tap into like what feels good, um, it's there. It's all available to us. If we just would shut up for a minute and like, you know, really listen. So So many
1: things are popping up for me. So, you know, just to go back to the dance girls that, and I used to, so my, my old business was called mastermind counseling. So I worked with, um, athletes, performers of any kind with performance anxiety and what you were seeing at their competition. That's what we call the being in the flow. Mm. So they're operating at this, this level of, of training, but everything else is melted away and they don't even have to think it's, they're just truly in the flow and that's at a spiritual level you know you don't have to believe in and anything if you don't you know if you you know if you don't but at a deep core spiritual energetic level that's when we're performing at our best you know when everything else melts away so and that children are such teachers of that for us you know children are just uninfluenced, like pure bundles of joy, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we can, as an adult, as adults can stop and just like watch their innocence, we can still live that. But I think our ego, because an ego is that word. And I think that we also need to befriend the part of our ego because there are, there is benefit to having a healthy ego Mm
0: -hmm.
1: versus this ego that 99% of our world identifies with. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's
1: that cycle of addiction and stress and struggle and uh, unhappiness,
0: you know? Mm -hmm. Totally. So tell me, so I want to talk a little bit about your recent successes as a new real estate agent and how you're totally killing it. And I wanted to just talk about where you see the connection um, from what you're sort of what you've learned and what you've picked up from like not only your education but also like your tapping in spiritually and how that maybe has affected your like massive success because you know you you obviously we've talked about um how successful you've been and it's sort of like an anomaly right like you're a new real estate agent like you're supposed to have this learning curve and your your Crushing it, but I think that there's a reason, and I wanted to know if you could speak to that, just about like how you've sort of brought in everything you've learned from, you know, a psychology perspective, but also from that like inner knowing, and how that's influenced your business.
1: Totally, Um, and I could talk for days about it. You know, I this whole new real estate venture is is a totally new chapter in my life. I knew nothing about real estate or business, and had really no interest in it in it before i came into this new field and you know when i got the clarity through meditation that this was something that i needed to step into uh, it didn't make a ton of sense but i trusted that knowing and that gave me the self confidence and the conviction in my mind and my heart to to be aligned with this decision there was no resistance there was no energetic resistance self you know negative self talk or anything like that because i was so aligned with that that truth mm. um and of course you know complement that spiritual knowing and that to the cell of my being knowing that that was my my next step i could go into it with 150% focus and effort Um, and I do believe in the power of manifestation you know I was very clear about my goal and I spoke that out loud and I spoke that into existence coupled with the the tasks and the discipline and the cold calling that I did every single day very consistently Um, but the days that it was really hard the days that I got a lot of hang-ups or unhappy people on the other side I just went back to that knowing of this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now in this time of my life. Mm -hmm. And that, that allowed me to just continue to be persistent and push through. And, you know, I sold 28 houses in, in my first year and, um, you know, I look back and attribute that success to my, my spiritual guidance, my knowing that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, which gave me the confidence to go into it without any,
0: resistance or hesitation mm, that's so powerful and amazing and it's funny because now I have my son um saying like mom can you manifest that we're gonna win our flag football game this weekend and I'm like, well you can manifest it I can't manifest it for you but um so that you're totally speaking my language and you know now looking back I realized and I don't know um if you, if you do this similar thing, but I'm like, I can't believe the things I've manifested that I didn't even realize I manifested. Like, you know, um, even I was saying it, I, I, you know, keep bringing up the dance thing, but that's because I'm just coming off this dance competition weekend. But like, I like manifested this dancer as a daughter and I'm like telling her, it's like, I didn't push you to do it. I didn't like, she never, not once ever. I think I can count maybe two times that she ever said, I don't want to go to dance today. And she's been dancing for 10 years. Um, But like, just thinking about the things that we really are capable of manifesting in our lives. It's so amazing. And when we really do trust that we're on the right path and everything will work out, um, we're just a magnet. We're just a magnet for success. And, you know, it's becoming my life's mission to, um, show people the way who are willing to open their eyes to this truth and reality because I just see the power of it and it gets me super excited that anybody who wants to harness this capability um, I love talking about it um, you know because it's real and so to, it's so to real and it's so
1: powerful you know I I, I think that um, you know we go back to talking about kids you know I think as adults, we forget what lights us up, you know, we forget those little subtle things that, that children wake up and they, you know, they see the details in life, you know, they're not so caught up in the next thing or whatever the ego, you know, they, they, they're still innocent. And so I think the lessons that we can learn from our children is that they, they literally look through life with these pure goggles, you know, and ours are so filtered with, with crap that it, you know, as adults, I think it's even hard when you're like, okay, your, your life isn't, you're not happy in your life, but a lot of the time people don't even know what makes them happy, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's, that's the scary truth of it all, you know? And, and I, I've got caught up on that as well, but it's like, okay, what, what brings me pure joy? You know, like when, 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 we're at home and COVID hit and we have nothing to do, but like sit there and really, truly like think, I think it was kind of a blessing that we had that time.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. You know,
1: and to get quiet and to like, kind of go back to our innocence a little bit and then like build our life from that, you know, almost like rewinding ourselves to, to think in a way that hasn't been so
0: influenced. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, we're obviously still going to have the whole human experience, right? So even in your business, there's going to be days where you're, you know, I'm sure probably every day, there's something you come up against that feels difficult or feels like a challenge. But if you can stay in that mindset of, you know, this is here for a re- this resistance is here for a reason what is it coming to teach me or what can I learn from it or is it even true um I feel like I'm asking myself that every day like because we fall into these old patterns where we think like um whatever something isn't working or something doesn't feel good but like is it even true right so like um you know the other day we were talking about how life has gotten really super busy again for us, especially as parents with like sports and, um, You know, my husband said something like, Oh, like, I'm kind of looking forward to baseball being over. It's like, so, it's too much. And I was like, Well, don't forget, we did actually choose this and it doesn't have to be, we don't have to look at it that way. We, you know, decided to do all of these sports for the kids and we don't have to look at it as, Oh, it's too much. Like, so I think constantly going back to like, what is truth and what do we really feel about this and really like, I think it's just to your point that we really have to get quiet and trust our knowing and trust that we are on the path toward where we're supposed to be. And um you know I think that, that that's a metaphor, you know that works in in work and life, right? To to really just like own our truth and really pay attention because I think we get I think that was like the pause we needed. And you know obviously I know that there were things about COVID that were terrible. People died, like, you know, people lost their jobs. So I'm not going to ignore that part of it, but also to think like we were forced to pause and listen. We didn't have a choice, but to pay attention. And um, I think for me, I've taken a big lesson from that. And I hope that that other people can too, to say like, What can I learn from that? And how can I not go back to just going right back into the way things were before, which was, you know, noisy and really not, you know, as a society, not really paying attention, just doing, just going and hustling and grinding. And now I'm learning so much about this whole um, masculine and feminine energy balance and really, the more feminine energy being in like this trusting and you know, the flow and receiving and just being able to like be, because you don't need to do anything. You just need to be. So like, in, rather than being in this like push, push, like hustle, grind until you're exhausted and sick and you know, forgetting why are we even doing this in the first place? Like what is the result that we're looking for? And if we really ask ourselves, what we're all really looking for is joy and pleasure and excitement. And, you know, so we can't avoid the other stuff, but if we really live in this place of receiving the good stuff, you know, life really can be pretty spectacular. So,
1: oh my gosh, so many things. Um, so I don't even know where to begin. You mentioned, you know, I think there's a difference too with you know, people having kind of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset, like you were, you were saying about, you know, what is this lesson? What is this, what is this experience teaching me? You know, why am I experiencing this? Why, why is this happening to me? You know, we can be stuck in this self-pity victimization mindset. And so many of us are, or we can truly feel empowered with our lives and use everything, every minute of our day as a lesson and a growth opportunity. And, um, you know, uh, Carol Dweck, she's a psychologist out of Penn state. She talks about, she wrote a book on, you know, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset and the difference, um, you know, there are two different people. And then like the success rate from each like group of, um, you know, cohorts of people that she kind of, um, did her studies on. And it was very, very clear that these people with a growth mindset who like took these life experiences as lessons and opportunities had healthier lives, had happier lives, were more successful. Um, you know, and so I, I'm very fortunate to feel like I have always, I want to say, looked at life through that kind of lens, um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I feel the same. And you know, I try to explain to people it's not, you know, this toxic positivity where I think you're not going to have challenges. Like I obviously from my own experiences have had plenty of them and, and I don't um I don't operate under like ignoring the tough stuff, but really if we do focus on what are the lessons and how can this help, how has this come to help me rather than like, why is this happening to me? Like, mm-hmm. but actually looking at, oh, maybe this is happening for me. Your whole world can shift and who wouldn't want to live that way, right? Like who wouldn't want to live in um, the world where you believe that you really have more control than all of this stuff just happening to you and, you know, um, it's certainly benefited me in my life and helped me, you know, get through the more challenging situations in my life. And, um, you know, I think you, you know, can only attribute your successes to having this really strong sense of self and also, um, you know, having that kind of growth mindset, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to explain the kind of success that you've seen and and that you've had and you know, I think that you could be just such a powerful influence for others to say like you know, you didn't have to know everything about real estate or have, you know, 15 years under your belt to have a successful year, you just had to know that you were fully stepping into the experience you were having.
1: Totally. And I, and I think also, you know, we talk about manifestation, we can manifest the good just as easily as we can manifest the bad. And it really, it all comes down to, you know, affirmations, how we're programming our mind how we're constant you know and it's a practice it takes discipline even even our spiritual journey in life takes discipline and you know i get this a lot well mel you're so competitive and you should you know striving is not good and all these things and for a long time, I used to identify that as a, as a negative thing, you know, maybe it's my ego. Is it my ego that constantly wants more for me? Is it, my, you know? And so it was just like internal battle. And I was almost starting to feel like having this, this concept, this um, what's the word um, this internal, like um, self, you know, doubt, not even doubt, but just identifying with my success as a negative thing. Mm. you know, whether it was because it intimidated other people or they're like, or they would, you know, identify that as, as being ego driven. And for a long time, I had to kind of process through that. And I have learned that, you know, there are healthy parts of our ego and there are healthy parts of striving in this world. And if we can do it from a place of like pure authenticity, pure alignment with our highest the highest version of ourselves. Um, and then doing that from us through our, you know, from a space of love,
0: mm.
1: uh, you're going to, you will manifest like heaven on earth truly, mm. you know, and, and we will wake up to feeling like we're living heaven on earth every single day, you know, and that looks so different for everybody. hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Oh, you're totally speaking my language. Totally speaking my language. And it's funny because we there's so much shame wrapped up in um success. You know, we we get this, we've been conditioned to think like, who am I to want this for myself or who am I to have this um success or money or whatever? And it's like who. I flip that around and say, like, how dare you not, mm-hmm. you know, if you've been given these opportunities, how dare you not um, take advantage of them? So I just think, you know, I mean, that's probably a whole nother conversation we we would walk through as far as like, how we've been conditioned to look at things and how it's, it's not, not based on truths. And, um, you know, I just think that, that, you know, what you're saying just resonates so much with me. And and like like we said, we could talk for days on this stuff.
1: Well, and and also just being okay and co- like self-assured and confident enough to talk about it, you mm. know, to, to say, yes, I was successful in my first year. I was very successful in my first year of real estate. And this is why and these are the reasons. And, you know, and then of course it goes back to your environment and and who's supporting you. Who's your tribe? Who do you have in your corner? I wouldn't have been success, as nearly as success, successful if I didn't have my incredibly supportive and unconditionally like my husband, who was just there through the emotional ride and the emotional roller coaster and the tears. And, and there were times of self doubt, but he held that space for me and our environment and the people that we surround ourselves with change and shift like we were talking about before and allowing that to happen so that we can look up one day and see the, the most special people in our lives are who we surrounded ourselves with and the rest can come and go as they please, but you have a core group and and you keep them close and you honor them and love them and pour into them because at the end of the day, none of this matters.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, Ugh, so true. And so thank you so much for being in my corner and being one of those people for me. And I just like, this is actually our first conversation and I just know, <laughs> in my heart that um, we are connected on a soul level and that our um, friendship and our relationship is going to grow from here. And I'm just like, so honored that you took this time to, to speak with me today and share your wisdom. And, um, I, I know that the impact that you are having, um, just with, you know, that's the thing we, we don't realize that like our success, I shouldn't say we don't realize I think we need to be aware that our successes impact those around us. And really like, even when it's something like business, like your business is really successful, right. But like that in itself is going to raise the vibration of those around you. So, um, you know, I think sometimes we don't see the kind of work we're doing when it feels like we're just doing it for us, but we really are doing it for those around us too. So I just want to thank you for sharing your wisdom with me and with my um, listeners, and we're gonna have to talk again because I just feel like we have so much to um, to touch on and to talk about. And so, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you, and thank you for you know putting this content out there and doing what you're doing and living your purpose. Because you know I, I'm just so excited to see how this unfolds for you, and
0: yeah. I want to be a part of that. <laughs>
1: You are, you're in,
0: you're in now. (laughs) You can't go anywhere now. (laughs) Oh gosh. What an awesome conversation. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it and you want to hear others like it, I would love it if you check out the links in the podcast description. I'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave a review and share it with anyone who would also enjoy it. You can also find me over on Instagram at KRISTINMIC or visit my website at www.thewarriorwithinus.com. Talk to you soon!